Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, the 28th of November. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. And hey, look who's on a roll, PK Nuge. Uh, two, two chops in, or two big tickets in a row. He's paying attention to Overlay as well. And he's tying with McLovin. He's tying with Daladino, who also won the showdown. So he's doing what he can do, and he's doing it right. And in this case, he's doing it with, I think, Reggie and DeAndre. I forget who it was, but blew my pants off. I was the third unique in that competition. But like I say, I want somebody else to win who's watching this if it's not me winning, right? So I wasn't going to win as soon as, like, the rotations became clear. DeAndre was going to play 30 minutes or whatever. But... I'm glad it's one of you guys. And uh, so I wanted to point out, this was the one he chopped, 37.78 on $30. That's more than 20% overlay. That's like 23% overlay. So yes, he won and made a big amount out of his uh, $15 that night, but he expected to win. These are competitions that are magic. If you can find them and you have to wait to the last second, like these are sharks. Everybody's aware of it. We all have timers going off. We're all deciding do we want to put in $37 or whatever it is for this ridiculous, you know, specific one? And yeah, I mean, like when they're going to give me $14 on it. Yeah, there's no better. I mean, particularly for the one that starts tomorrow for there to, for there to just be giving me $37 to for that. Yeah, I'll take it. No problem. And I mean, I didn't win it, but I don't feel bad. And I definitely am going to do it again tonight. So, you know, I mean, assuming there's overlay, I'm going to have my alarm set. I'm going to get right at basketball. Uh I'm about to head into my basketball uh, at that time, so don't expect a live sweat from me tonight. And don't expect most of this to be relevant. Be sure to d- double-check the Discord for news and stuff because news will be coming. And, uh, yeah, so the uh, – right, where do we see Dollar, you know, before winning a four-way tie yesterday? What a gross game. I don't want to talk about that game anymore. I'm done with it. <sighs> How do I do a rebuild and you can't do it? That's confusing. Well, okay. So I'm a little disappointed with Sabersim on this one. I'll tell you my rules, et cetera, and where we are. I don't think this is going to wind up being my core. Maybe it is. I do like all these guys. But I don't think I want to jam them quite as much as this version is jamming them of Darius Garland, Cameron Johnson, and Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I just don't care that much about that. Um, Chris Middleton also, like, super chalk last slate. Or last time he was out, same price now. What What's going on, guys? Like, he's still underpriced if he's going to be getting his regular minutes. Now, we're not sure if he is yet. But if he is, you need to be there. And anyway, I'm not going to be 45% if you're 4% probably. But I will have probably 33%, like three of my or two of my six lineups tonight on that. Okay, so let's see. What else do I think? Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland. The reason, okay, so yeah. Start at the top. You guys know the way I do basketball is I project the points because I don't I don't really think Vegas is doing this right. However, they're getting points like some of these were obvious overs and some of them are obvious unders to me today. Number one, Cleveland and Atlanta was not the highest scoring game in the slate. To me, Cleveland and Atlanta should be expected to be the highest scoring game in the slate. Cleveland can't slow anybody down. Atlanta want to go fast. I think this game is going to be decided by the, the Atlanta wanting to go fast and Cleveland not really. I mean, they're going to score more points. I think you've seen Donovan Mitchell play fast. You've seen Darius Garland play fast. Who on Cleveland doesn't want to play fast, right, is the big guys, and they don't control the pace. So, I mean, they can slow it down when they need to, but I just don't see that happening tonight. Uh, Other games that I think were under-projected, Milwaukee and Miami. Is that right? 
Milwaukee's a fast-paced team. Miami's a slow-paced team. Um, so I don't need to go over to that. Zoom has put the thing. Oh, shift control tab. That'll do it. So Miami's right down here at 25. Milwaukee is right up here at five. So we got you got to figure out what's going to happen. You have to make a call because the the books are giving are just like kind of guessing low. And I think I'm going to guess high on that game. The other games um, that I've most of the other ones I've adjusted down. Uh, yeah. So the other ones that I've adjusted down are games like Chicago. So the, there's some teams I think are toxic and you should never have the teams that play them. Chicago and Houston, I think are toxic. The Knicks are pretty bad too. Um, did I nerf all of those games? Yep. So all, th- all three of the bottom paced teams, they play slow and they want you to play slow and you can't make them play fast. It's not an accident. They're not getting 96 possessions a game by accident. They're getting 96 possessions a game on purpose. And just so we can understand 104 possessions a game versus 96 is a lot more. 104 divided by 96 is like 8% more basketball game for those top teams. So like it's a tremendous advantage and you must have these top games having 8%, wait, yeah, 8% more possessions. And in 8% more possessions, what do I think you would score? 14 more points or so. So yeah, between these bottom 110s and the top 124s. Now, the reason Chicago is so, so much lower is that Chicago is also playing Boston. And Boston's one of the best defensive teams in the league. So, and they want to go slow. So these are two really, really slow teams that both, and they play defense. I mean, also on any given night, I would put Chicago's over under at 100 until I until I see them score 100 a few times. They're real bad. They're so bad. Like, you don't even have to play good defense, and Boston has good defense. So anyway, that I have no interest in that game. You could X and max them off if you want to. I should probably X them off. It's just obvious to me that that game is a stay away. Very gross game. Uh, watch it be like 130 to 130 triple overtime or something. Now. But, you know, it's fine. This is the last day. I'm using up luck. Um, I need my luck tomorrow for the millionaire, but I'm using up luck today. If we got any more bad luck, we want to get out. It's okay to get it out right now because, oh my God, we've been unloading the bad luck. Just so you guys know, yes, I am I do play the advice I give. So I got pantsed pretty terribly on all of the slates yesterday telling you to play Minnesota wide receivers. Didn't catch a single pass, didn't catch a single lineup. So that's how it goes. And um, yeah, I don't, I don't care. I'm going to put more money in today. Like, and yeah, so... Uh, I'll do the exact same thing today. I'll do the exact same thing tomorrow because it was the right thing to do. All right. So now let's see. It's somewhat the definition of insanity after a point. But, you know, I think with things that are 0.1% probability, you have a reasonable look at a thousand things, a thousand times doing it the wrong way. That's about for daily fantasy when you need to make a change, right? That's Okay. So let me tell you my rules today. There were a number of rules besides my pace adjustments, which I think I just finished yet. Basically, anytime there's one of these toxic teams, I'm gonna I'm gonna just nerf the whole game at least four or five, six points, whatever feels right. Um, and anytime there's one of these opposite of toxic teams, like uh, Indiana is always gonna play fast. Washington always play fast. Oh, if they don't get blown out. Atlanta always play fast. So, you know, um, hmm. I see now possessions is different from pace over here. So I'm going to have to figure out exactly what's going on with that. <laughs> Possible that I don't know what this, this advanced stat is that's been guiding me this whole time. 
did not seem to be proportional to possession. I guess you only have so much control over your own possessions. That's a whole different stat, though. What in the world is pace? All right. I just assumed pace was some sort of a game-adjusted possession stat. Okay, well, my apologies. I'm, I'm a numbers guy. It's embarrassment. But what are, my, what are my rules? Right, right. Over here. These are always in play uh, for Minnesota bigs. I think Minnesota is a pretty important game to get right today. Um, what is that? Minnesota OKC. Yeah, that game is close. It's high scoring. And there's not real. I don't think Chet Holmgren can stop Rudy Gobert or whatever. Like, there's no, the matchups are all weird. And I mean, vice versa too. Like, I don't think there's, I don't think the bigs want to play much defense against each other slash can play much defense. They're all kind of weirdly different bigs. So anyway, I, I got Gobert. I got um, uh, what's his name? The other cat. Yeah, I got Cat Gobert and Nas all slightly goosed to their maximums, and I want to take two out of three of them at most. But I think two out of three of them could get there. Similarly, we've got Mitchell Robinson foul trouble with Hartenstein also buffed a little bit. Capella foul trouble put him to thirty four. I think thirty four is a number I like today for just random guys who I think are under undervalued i put clint capella purtle uh, chris middleton there that's where i think they're they're solidly projected in a game and i mean yeah you get mark williams there naturally that makes sense too um it's pretty low projection for cleat for jared allen what's going on there how many minutes are they projecting him for absurd 31 minutes for jared allen i think he's off the minutes limit guys we gotta get jared allen up to 36 today that's that's He's not a 34 kind of guy. He's a 36 kind of guy. Ah, I have done that a couple of times as well. Nick Claxton, higher ceiling. Cam Johnson, higher ceiling. Jared Allen, higher ceiling. So those are guys that I buffed. And anytime I do that, I go come over here and I say my amount of confidence in my random buff for Jared Allen, 30%. I'm pretty confident. Cleveland, Atlanta, this is one of the fastest games. What in the world? It had to be a minutes mistake, and it's just a mistake. That's all I can say about that Jared Allen projection. So, that I mean, you have to make a call about every single one of these guys. Every day I look at every single guy and I click or unclick them. Today there are eight games. That means you got to be pretty selective. If you don't have a reason to have a guy in, he's out. So, I mean, some of these guys are not bad plays on a regular slate. Levine, DeRozan, Vooch, you can choose one on, on a regular, like, five-gamer. They're fine in the pool. Not not today, not at their prices. Drew, not at his price, coming back from injury. Chris Paul, not in that game environment. There's just a lot of these guys that I'm just not interested in at all because their edge cases, they have to have their absolute best game to hit value. And that's not for a five-game slate. Now, it's possible. That's also why I can't get Saberson to build enough lineups here, and I need to be a little bit more forgiving with some of these guys like Sadiq Bey and Mike Conley, who are totally fine plays at, yeah. Okay, I'm going to let some of these guys back in. Dinwiddie in that game environment could go off. Okay, RJ, I don't like any of these guys. Okay, here we go. Jalen Brown, I could put him in, I guess. Can't click Josh Giddy. I think he's probably not going to get to play one of these days soon. Uh, okay. Chet Holmgren. That's kind of a lot of points. And I was just saying I like the Minnesota side of that game. And at 1%, okay. I got to leave Chet in there at 1%. I mean, come on, guys. 1% Chet Holmgren any given night. What's his price? 7K? 8K. 8K. He's overpriced, but I mean... When the only thing you can say for a guy, the reason you don't got him in your lineup is he was overpriced. Don't, I mean, you got to give him a 15% chance of Chet Holmgren getting there. Uh, 
Because, like I said, it's not a really good matchup either way. And, like, who knows? Holmgren could want to, like, go off or something against... He did. Or uh, who was it? It was Wembyama who wanted to go off against Jokic. That's right. And then they didn't play him for a quarter. So you can't control that kind of stuff. All right. I got to go make breakfast here in a second. And I'm sure by the time uh, any of you watch this, most of it will have been changed by injury. But, yeah. Um, all my highest values are basically set by my... Um, Oh, did I even do Precious? I don't think I remember to do Precious. Yeah, I don't think that's him buffed at all. Or no, it is, 22? Okay. So yeah, I buffed all my guys who were part of Forks. And basically, when you look at the value for the slate right now, that's what dominates it, is people who I changed their projection, because Cam Johnson's definitely under-projected, or Chris Middleton's under-projected. Um, Trey Lyles looks like probably one of the natural best values of the slate, but heh. I don't know. I don't I don't love that either. So we'll see where we wind up with. I think we'll probably wind up with a lot of Cleveland guys tonight, guys. I mean, yeah, Garland. Uh, I like Cam Johnson, but I'm not sure I'm going to make him core just because there's not really not much of a reason for it. And also that Brooklyn rotation, man, I don't know. He could go nuts. He could just play 30 minutes. He could play 40 minutes. Uh, it's a plus or minus five minutes thing. So that's why I really don't want him to be core. So I guess I probably more wind up making... Go Bear is probably a fine. Like, if Go Bear doesn't get in foul trouble at that price, he probably is good. Okay. Cam Johnson, do I have to? Cam or Nikhil Walker, it says. I have to kind of jam in. I don't really want to jam either of those guys in. So I think I'm going to have to let some more players in this pool and rebuild, unfortunately, um, to figure out exactly what my favorite core is. Plus, I mean, should I really give you guys a core? I don't think so. At this time, this is like 6 a.m. So on Tuesdays and Thursdays in the videos, I don't think I'm going to give a core. Come to the, um, yeah, I'll, I'll show you my exposures before lock, and I probably will have condensed around a core by then. But this is a little too early in the day. You shouldn't set your lineups now and go away, and I don't want to encourage you to be bad players, right? So uh, these are my rules. This is like the setup, but... We don't have the core yet. I don't know what the core is yet. I think Darius Garland is probably in it. But beyond that, like the rest of these plays, I don't know. I think Cam Johnson's probably second on the list just in terms of most. And then maybe go bear. But that's like, those are all pretty speculative. And I would bump the last two in a heartbeat. The first one, if we get any value at all. So, you know, that's where we're at with the slate at this point. Like we've got, a bunch of games that look interesting. We've got like some players here. Like, yeah, you know, all these guys at the top have a chance to be in the court. Donovan Mitchell could be one. Chris Middleton, if we get confirmation, his minutes are gone. Minutes limit is not there, and he's definitely in. He's still questionable, but I mean, like, pretty sure that was recovery from injury management for back-to-back. -back. So he's definitely back, and he's definitely going to be playing extended minutes again. I don't like OG. I don't. He's not been playing well. I haven't seen his assertiveness. So until I see some assertiveness from OG, I probably will not be there. I'll, I'll be at like 30% or something. Yeah, I'm not going to be there on OG. For me, he's GPP only at this point in like what I'm seeing out of him. If he was where he was last year, he'd be fine. But I just haven't seen it yet. Uh, okay, so that's an eye test thing. You can... Feel free to ignore eye test things because they may be wrong. Eyes are human organs. All right. Um, don't really no other disagreements here. Plant, you know, I wish I could play a bunch of bigs again. And that's probably how it'll be again tomorrow. 
the bigs are they score the most points. I'm guessing I have no favorite. That's probably why I'm winding up with so much Cameron Johnson. That you know, I was just about to say I never have a favorite small forward, right? Nikhil Alexander Walker. That's why I guess we're going to have him be core today. It's just because, or Chris Middleton, right? Like all these small forward options, Caleb Martin coming back from injury. They're just all kind of meh, right? So I don't know. Um, small forwards, the place where if we get some news today, all these guys can go, man. I don't, I don't, these guys are fine, but there's no specific reason for Nah or Chris Middleton. I mean, they're slightly underpriced for their roles, but like it would be better to have somebody who's, drastically underpriced for their roles okay yeah don't pop up I'm not, i didn't tell you to pop up random like all the lineups these are not i'm telling people not to play lineups so don't play the one that, that just popped up there i definitely will not i'm definitely rebuilding all right um i guess we will look up what the pace metric is that has been leading us this whole time which i thought would be more like the possessions metric which clearly oh right well there's game that's a raw score thing. So the people with the most games will be at the top. I don't know, man. I, I think it's, <clears throat> I think it's a game adjusted possessions metric. Hopefully. Um, but anyway, so uh, remember you're good enough. You're strong enough and gosh, darn it. Someone's got to win that money and uh, might as well be us. Yes.